You're listening to Metamodernism. I'm your host, Alexander Wool. This is part five of my look back on 2021's best new music. Right now we have Sandbox Treehouse by Paradise Blossom. Treehouse by Paradise Blossom. While researching music for this podcast, sometimes I come across bands so indie they're shrouded in mystery because there's virtually no information about them online. Paradise Blossom fall neatly into this category. I became their 100th follower on Instagram, which appears to be their only active social media page. On it, we get the most detailed information about the band itself, which is a duo consisting of Steven and Tun, who started Paradise Blossom in 2020. From an unknown location, Paradise Blossom hit the scene this September with their debut EP, Demos from My Diary. It's a sweet slice of lo-fi dream pop and a promising start from the new band. They wrote on their Instagram, quote, We're releasing our first EP with six songs made during the last year. It's been a fun process doing everything from our bedrooms, and we hope to only keep making more music from here. Thank you to everyone who took the time to check out our music, and we appreciate those who are sticking around. We have so much more to release and hope you guys enjoy what's to come, end quote. Paradise Blossom are just one of the many indie bands on this list who deserve more attention. In the 2010s, we started seeing a plethora of bedroom pop artists who, as the name implies, are making music from their bedrooms. This kind of music has only been able to exist in a world where computers provide both a recording studio and a distribution hub to get the music out into the world. Gone are the days of gatekeepers at the record labels. No shady backroom deals or payola payouts are needed in order for artists to impact the world through their music. Places like Bandcamp and iTunes Music Store allow any unsigned artist to list their music and earn money from their art. Many bedroom pop artists work day jobs to pay the bills, but music is their passion, and this comes across through their music. These artists don't need access to expensive recording studios or backing from Warner Chapel to make music that brings color to our world. And yes, while I hope these artists can eventually quit their day jobs and become musicians full-time, I think they set a great example of how to not let your circumstances prevent you from following your dreams. It's the beginning of a new year, so perhaps now is the time to write that novel, or that screenplay. Maybe open up GarageBand and start messing around with loops, or start making short films from your iPhone. Whatever it is that drives you, 2022 brings an opportunity to express yourself through these passions. Hopefully, you can find inspiration in the music that you hear on this podcast. As I mentioned up top, this is part five of my look back on my 100 favorite songs of 2021. Counting that last song, we're now 65 songs deep. 
If you've been listening along with parts one through four, thank you. If this is your first episode, feel free to start with part one, or not, since these are not in any particular order. In this episode, I'll be covering shoegaze, dream pop, and ethereal indie music from artists all over the world, including places like Hong Kong, Estonia, Russia, and Belgium. While there are a few upbeat tracks, if I had to describe the music on this episode in a word, it would be mellow. So put on some headphones, pack that bowl, and let's unwind after a stressful 2021. It's been a hard couple of years for musicians, and with the rapid spread of Omicron, many places are hitting pause on live music yet again. So this is me reminding you, yet again, that Spotify is a greedy company profiting off of the backs of hardworking artists who make virtually nothing from your streams. Please consider supporting the artists you love by purchasing their music, getting some cool merch, or buying a ticket to a show if it's safe to do so in your area. Links to purchase the music featured on this episode are included in the show notes. And now, on with the music. After one EP and a debut album, in 2018, the five-piece indie pop group The Gingerlies parted ways. However, this would not be the end. From Bandcamp, quote, What seemed like the end for The Gingerlies was a fresh start for Lunarette. Members Kevin Doxey, Brian Alvarez, Colin O'Neill, and electro-pop whiz Jackie Mendoza chose to start anew and return to the studio with Connor Handwick to record their shimmering debut, Claire de Lunarette. Striving for release, both personal and communal, Lunarette lean into the pop sensuality of their polished electronic world. Lush, swirling guitar layered over dynamic, jangling synth melodies fill Claire de Lunarette's atmosphere with equal parts mystique and charm." End quote. Claire de Lunarette is the debut EP from Lunarette, and it was released this past March. Its five tracks have already been followed up with three standalone singles, proving that Lunarette are not slowing down anytime soon. This is one of my favorites from the EP, Lucky One.
was Lucky One by Lunarette from Claire de Lunarette. After two promising singles, Montreal artist Alicia Clara released her debut EP this past February called Outsider Slash Unusual. It's a collection of six dreamy indie pop songs, and if this EP is any indication, she has a bright future ahead of her. This is one of my favorites, Flowers Were Better.
That was Flowers Were Better by Alicia Clara off of Outsider Slash Unusual. From Bandcamp, quote, Estonian dream poppers Pia Fraus formed in 1998 and released six studio albums and a handful of EPs on various record labels worldwide. Their collective sound is a sublime mixture of dream pop, subtle shoegaze, and beautiful electronica all topped off blissfully with shimmering layered vocalizations, end quote. This past September, Pia Fraus released a compilation to celebrate the 20th anniversary of their debut album, Wonder What It's Like. Among the previously released tracks, the band hit the studio to record songs they had written in the early days but had never recorded. The band said of the album, quote, These songs were written in the early period when we were all youngsters at the age of 16. It all started from nothing, without any clue what to do or how to play our instruments. It started when most things happened by accident. Now, more than 20 years later, you can still hear and feel this confused, sweaty but dreamy teenage vibe. It's great to say that it still feels the same. We're incredibly thankful for all of you who believed in us." End quote. This next track is one of those early songs that only existed in written form up until now. This is Prig by Pia Fraus. <laughs> by Pia Fraus from their compilation album, Now You Know It Still Feels the Same. 
For over 15 years, Russian-based Motorama have been making music somewhere between post-punk, indie rock, and dream pop. I've been a fan of theirs since I first heard their breakthrough album, 2012's Calendar. Their sixth album, Before the Road, came out this past January. Clocking in at just 26 minutes across seven songs, the record feels more like an EP than an actual album, but quality is more important than quantity, and by that metric, Motorama deliver. It was hard for me to pick the one song that best embodies the sound of the album, but I think this next track comes close. It's called Voyage. Can I ever come back again? 
That was Voyage by Motorama from Before the Road. Chicago Trio Dead were featured on last year's show for their excellent sophomore album, Flower of Devotion. This year, they've been riding the momentum from that album by playing a hometown show at Pitchfork Music Festival and releasing a remix album called Flower of Devotion Remixed. For the album, Dead recruited a wide array of artists to remix their work, so the album spans many styles of music. This remix of Flood was one of my favorites. This is the 100% Cement remix of Flood by Dead. the 100% Cement remix of Flood by Dead from their record Flower of Devotion Remixed. Toronto-based musician Peter Sager rose to prominence as a member of Mac DeMarco's live band before leaving in 2014 to focus on his solo work under the name Homeshake. This September, we got his fifth studio album called Under the Weather. Describing the album, his band camp reads, quote, Unlike most of us, Peter Sager was staying at home a lot long before the pandemic. He wrote the majority of Under the Weather in 2019 when he was going through a long, unrelenting period of sadness. He recalls of that time period, quote, I was in a deep, deep depression. Tours were breaking me. It was awful. It was a bit of a dark pit. That's kind of what the whole album is about. People will probably think that I made Under the Weather during or about COVID, but I was already just living my life that way, end quote. Up next, we have the song Feel Better, which is about attempting to buck up when the weather outside is grim. So this track goes out to all who are currently living in bad weather. Hopefully this track will make you feel better. Say it. I think about it. 
That was Feel Better by Homeshake off of Under the Weather. Last year's list featured the dreamy Montreal group Men I Trust. In February, they released a standalone single, Tides, which was featured on the breakout HBO Max show, Hacks. In June, they recorded an at-home session for NPR's long-running Tiny Desk concert series. And in August, they released a new record called Untourable Album. Across 15 tracks, the band expanded their sound with new moods, synth textures, and even a talk box. Ironically, Men I Trust embarked on a tour for the Untourable album, which I got to see when they made their stop at the Great American Music Hall this October. It was hard to pick my favorite song off of Untourable album, but I think this next track encapsulates the band's sound. Warbly guitars, bouncy bass, smooth keys, and smoky vocals. This is Tree Among Shrubs by Men I Trust. Tree Among Shrubs by Men I Trust off of Untourable Album. Brooklyn-based Crum are a four-piece band who met while attending Tufts University in Boston. After a string of successful EPs, they released their debut album Jinx in 2019, and this year they followed it up with their sophomore album Ice Melt. Their sound can be hard to pin down, but it mixes elements of dream pop, indie rock, and neo-psychedelia. On Instagram, they described the challenges they faced while making Ice Melt, quote, in mid-March last year, we halted the production of the album. We had been recording it for weeks and had nine days left to finish. For the next few months, we hunkered down and waited in our spaces far from home. That period of uncertainty and deep reflection fed the energy that we put into finishing the record. It was a rare and precious escape from the idleness and chaos of the year, and at times, it felt like the songs were the only things grounding us to the earth, a living, breathing vestige of our pre-pandemic lives." End quote. Up next, we have the title track from the album. This is Ice Melt by Crumb. Mm -hmm. 
That was Ice Melt by Crumb off of the album Ice Melt. From Charleston, South Carolina, tape waves of the husband and wife duo of Kim and Jared Weldon, who since 2013 have been making dreamy surf-inspired indie rock. This June, they released their fourth album called Bright. The collection of eight songs sees the duo diving deeper into shoegaze and dream pop while still retaining their laid-back vibe. On January 8th, 2022, they were due to be playing their first live show in over a year and a half at the Oakland Weekender, which is a three-day festival at the Golden Bowl in Oakland, featuring several bands on this year's list, including the Reds, Pinks, and Purples, the Umbrellas, Cindy, and Tapewaves. But in December, it was announced that the Oakland Weekender would be postponed due to a surge in Omicron cases across the Bay Area. But organizers of the festival are looking to reschedule, so if you live in the Bay Area, be on the lookout for updates soon. In the meantime, this is one of my favorites from Bright. It's called Get Back.
That was Get Back by Tape Waves from the album Bright. Up next, we have Lucid Express, whose band camp reads, quote, Lucid Express is five young dreamers who create a stunning airy blend of shoegaze and indie pop amongst the skyscrapers, mountains, and packed alleyways of Hong Kong, end quote. Their self-titled debut album came out this July, and it's a great example of a band who is confident in their sound from the get-go. The entire album is a great listen, but this is perhaps my favorite. This is Well Wave by Lucid Express. That was Well Wave by Lucid Express. Young Epoch, the PR firm for this next band, has provided this introduction. Quote, 
It's been a while since we've heard from the Belgian shoegaze and post-rock veterans Cecilia Eyes, the last time being back in 2014 when they released their third LP, Disappearance. Seven years can feel like a lifetime, but thankfully their newest double album, Sore Memories Always End, is expansive enough to fill that vast space. At over 75 minutes, this record may look intimidating on the surface, but listeners will find that it's much the opposite. Shimmering melodies, dreamlike song structures, disembodied vocals, and production that seems to reveal limitless layers all coalesce to form exactly the sort of album that benefits from a meditatively meandering running time. The album is a mood more than it is a collection of songs, a space undefined, by design, in which to drift, dream, and to disconnect. This is music meant for darkened rooms, dusky landscapes, and distant stars." End quote. Up next, we have Missing Pieces by Cecilia Eyes.
That was Missing Pieces by Cecilia Eyes from the album Sore Memories Always End. New York-based musician Matt Bachman is perhaps best known as the bassist for Megabog, but he's also released several solo albums of experimental electronic music. From his band camp, quote, In a modest home studio in Brooklyn, Matt is soundtracking memories. Swelling guitars and layers of synthesizers fill the room, searching for a recreation of exactly how the feelings once felt. Dream Logic is Matt's newest album, a hypnotic blend of teary ambient pop songs and cinematic instrumentals. Its 11 tracks stretch an experiment with genre while holding true to a natural flow, end quote. The album was a peaceful oasis amid an onslaught of confusion and negativity this year. This will be my last song of part five, but I'll be back soon with part six of 2021's Best New Music. May this track give you a chance to breathe and make peace with the upcoming year. This is Outer Window by Matt Bachman. <laughs>